Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Just before we went to break, we had Oilers Now Trivia. Brought to you by ProAmSports.ca, fan cave and fan gear specialist for all budgets in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and ProAmSports.ca. So we had a clip from Dylan Holloway, so it gave us a, a concept for a trivia question today. Uh, number one was not an Edmonton Oiler. Number two was involved in a massive trade. Number three received received a massive suspension, uh, number four, uh, connected to Ray Ferraro, and number uh, five, Coach Dylan Holloway at Wisconsin. The correct answer, Brendan Escott? Well, that would be Tony Granato, right. and Rob C. was the first one to text us the answer today. So Rob C. was a $50 GC. <laughs> from folks at uh, uh, ProMSports.ca. Yes, um, we are going to head off to the... We'll we'll explain. So the trade was Bernie Nichols after Nichols had scored 70 goals in a season and 150 points uh, playing with Wayne Gretzky in LA. It was uh, Bernie Nichols traded from LA to the Rangers for Tony Granato and Thomas Sandstrom in a deal that the Kings won all day. Granato had multiple 30-goal seasons, multiple 70-point seasons, and multiple multiple seasons over 150 pims in the armchair hockey league pool which has uh, been going on since the mid 1980s so it's over almost 40 years now that I've been in that pool Tony Granato was a god his suspension he got 15 games for clubbing Neil Wilkinson over the head with a stick it's about as brutal as you've seen that play today He's suspended half the year, all day. We head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, and we welcome back to the show for contract equipment, George LaRock, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales. We have uh, the man who was, uh, during his time, the heavyweight champ of the NHL. George, happy Friday. How you doing, big man? Very good, Bob. How's everything? Good. Hey, let me ask you this. Uh, Did you get suspended once or just fined? I got fined when I slid into uh, Martin Biron's leg when I kind of did the Jackie Robinson slide to the second base. Yep. Uh, so I got fined 5000 for that. I got uh, five game suspension when I when I um, when I hit uh, Cromwell in the knee. You hit Nicholas and, Cromwell uh, in the knee. Yeah, I opened up my knee and I, and I got him. Good for you, George. And if anybody deserved it, it was Nicholas Cronwall. You, you know how many guys told me thank you? <laughs> when they told me thank you, I was like, okay, could you pay my fine? <laughs> but uh, no, he uh, he moved away from he, 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 I don't remember who he hit on my team, a dirty hit. 
and I went to hit him. He moved out of the way, so opened up my knee, and he needed surgery after that. Oh, well, okay. Well, those things, I mean, the reality is, hey, I remember he, uh, you weren't with the team the year Lupul was on the team, uh, but the Oilers were in Detroit. It was a Friday night game, and he stepped up, and you know how he used to close on guys when pucks got wrapped around the boards? Yeah. And he concussed Joffrey, and I think J.F. Jock was up at the time, and J.F. was a tough dude. Like, J.F. was not timid, and uh, J.F. Jock beat the crap out of Cronwall. Like, he he worked them over pretty good, and they were all up in arms on the Detroit bench, and I'm like, what do you expect? I mean, there's a term, Cronwald. He hit guys all, like, if you're going to hit guys like that, back when you played, George, didn't there need to be accountability for those hits? Yeah, yeah, there, there was. And actually, it wasn't a time, Cronwald, that he played that. He kind of had to answer the bell sometimes. Obviously, he didn't do it as often as he should have, especially the way that he hit. But, yeah, there is guys back then that sometimes when you hit like that, somebody would jump on him right away. Now, if you do that, like, now, like you know, the, the rules, you're so protected, so you can do whatever you want now. But, yeah, back then, you still had the – you could expect someone to jump you every time you did that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, did you ever see the Tony Granato suspension? Uh, no, no, I heard you talking about it. Yeah, so uh, Neil, Neil Wilkinson. What, what, Neil Wilkinson was tough. Neil Wilkinson could fight. He he played for Portland Winter Hawks. He was in the Minnesota organization for a while, and he belted Granado. And Granado got up and two handed Neil Wilkinson right over the head with a stick, like uh, like just right over was the that head. Worse? Was that worse than uh, when McSorley did that to Bashir? I actually think it was worse than the one that McSorley did to Brashear, to be honest with you. Because, uh, because, because I think that Brashear got hurt because his, his, his head when he hit the ice, not the stick itself, right? Yes. Yeah, no, like, I was I was working at Don Sherry's on 116th and Jasper Place when that happened because we had all the games on, and I was like, he's going to get suspended for half. Like, you can't – it was as obvious as – Brendan, you should pull it up on the computer. It's it's so bad. Like you're just like you know, and and but Tony Granado was a tough sob. Like he'd fight too, and he'd spear you and stick you because he was a smaller guy, and that's how guys back then. Now there's way less of that, right, George? You don't have that same like. I mean, face it, George. Well, no, you're banned. You do that, you're banned from the league. You forget it. You're, uh, you're going to jail. And you you never play another game in the NHL if you do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they made they pretty they pretty much ended. Uh, 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 what's his face? Uh, Marty's Marty's career, right? As a result of that, and and yeah. to this day, they don't really like Marty's. Not the most popular guy with the NHL to this day. So, well, actually, actually, maybe it's more with the illegal stick more than the stick. <laughs> Help the Montreal Canadiens win a Stanley Cup back in 1993. Yeah. yeah, you know, I talk to these guys all the time, and if he doesn't get that penalty, the King wins the Stanley Cup. Because the Kings had won uh, game one with uh, Wayne Gretzky, right? Yeah. And, uh, and that, that, penalty, that, penalty, that penalty changed the game. They both tied it up. It changed, it changed the series. It changed everything. Yeah. It and changed then, everything. So and, yeah, kudos, that, to the, to, kudos to the trainers that saw one of his broken stick after practice on it. And uh, trainers are good, man. You break your stick. If it's legal, make sure that young trainer picks it up. If you live it there... And they measure it sometimes, it could give you a cup.
Well, I remember going to a university cup with Rob Dom, and we were going to host the next championship. So we sat in there in in Fredericton, New Brunswick, in 04, and Rob Dom said, can we make sure nobody calls an illegal stick because it's a Bush League call to have to resort to that to win the game? And uh, the other coaches, they wouldn't commit to doing it. I'm just re-watching Granado here, and... Yeah, I mean, the problem was it looked like uh, Wilkinson had a seizure on the play, but Granado just, yeah, and he, because uh, that happened to Garrett Stafford in the minors. He was a Canadian's, one of the Canadian's farmhams, or one of the Russian guys, uh, might have been Perzogan, cross-checked him over the head too. George LaRock joining us right now. Did you ever, when, like, what was the worst thing you saw in all the years that you played where you were just like, you're ready to kill a guy after you, like, with a stick infraction? Did that ever occur with you? Oh, with me, no. No, no. With, are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> with me, no. No, like to um, any of your teammates. Did anybody heist, like cross-check one of your teammates in the face or two-hand? Or, oh, or... Okay, I, got, I got one. I got Yes, I got one. I got one, and I'm telling you, if he didn't get kicked out of the game, I would have fought so mad, I might have killed him. I'm going to give you some clues, okay? Yep. I'm going to give you some clues to you, to you, to to Brandon Scott and to your listeners if you guys are good. First clue, this is when I was playing with the Penguins. Okay. Second clue, it was when I was playing against the Islanders. Oh, was that Gillies? Was that the was that the no, Gillies? No, no. It was before that, right? It was before was the... Before. So, I'll give you another clue. Okay. I'll give you another clue. My teammate that got in the receiving hand was Yarko Rutu. Yarko Rutu. Well, he, George, he was a bit of an antagonist when he played in Van. Was, yes, yes, was he it? was, but I, I played with him. Okay, I'll give you another clue. That player tried to stump to rip his Achilles. He tried to step on his Achilles tendon from the yes. Islanders. Yes, he was playing with the Islanders. On the side of the bench before the changeup. Oh, I remember team. that. I'm, I'm trying to uh, now. I remember it. And he and he took a he took a stomp. That wasn't it. wasn't two, It two, wasn't three. Simon. It wasn't Chris Simon, was it? It was Chris Simon. There we go. It was Chris Simon. Two three times he tried to stomp to rip his Achilles. He tried. That, you could see it. He tried. Yeah. He got 25 games for this. Well, and he'd and Bob, already he'd already. And Bob, if he didn't get kicked out of the game, you were when gonna he get did him. that, I was right there. I found him actually. Uh, you could see it on YouTube. I mean, you beat him up in, you, in Edmonton. You you bad. got him. It was bad. It was bad. If I recall correctly, he you you spun him out of control in the fight, and he smoked his helmet was off, and he smoked his head on the ice, and he was leaking all over the place when he was a uh, flame, was, right? But that, that was after. Yeah, he kind of hit. Uh, Emsky, and then I went after him. I said, Emsky, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. So anyway, it was after that. But when he, I was so mad when he did that. Bob, I've always told everyone, I've never fucked mad in the NHL. Rob Ray. Rob Ray. uh, Were you mad at Rob Ray? (laughs) Yes, I was. Rob Ray was mad because he kind of roughed up uh, Doug Wade, Dolgarin, and then I was mad. I was scared. I I had everything, all, all different feelings on that. So, uh, but that thing with Simon, though, was so dangerous, so reckless. Right beside our bench, I was like, oh, my God, you better be, you better be kicked out. 
Well, he also, George, remember uh, Ryan Holweg played with Lupul and Ben Thompson on a line with the Medicine Hat Tigers, and Holweg was playing for the Rangers, and he ran, he, he, he took a bit of a cheap shot at uh, Simon and hit him from behind, and Simon turned around and clubbed him right over the head. And I think that one was a 20-game tw- suspension, like a 15 or 20, and then he got 25 for the Rutu thing. Like he, yeah. he, and he was a George. He was a like he scored like thirty goals. Like there was a time, like Chris Simon, and was it wasn't he left-handed as well? Yes, he, uh, I don't I don't know what he was. <laughs> to be honest with you, when I fought him, I never figured it out. Really? No, because <laughs> I, I killed him so bad. I don't even know if it was right or left. He didn't even throw anything. Wow, because he he was like he went after you know what he, when he was with the Nordiques he went after Eric Lindros. Like Eric was like the best player. Like remember Eric had said no to going to Quebec City, and then uh, Simon was the tough guy for the Nordiques. It was before you were you were playing in the Quebec League at the time, and he yeah, went after Lindros, and I was mad. I'm like, come on, man! Like, yeah, and I didn't like. I hate the Flyers, but I loved Lindros, right? So I was not the biggest fan of the Flyers because they always tried to run everybody's show. So there you have yeah. it. So that's the maddest you've ever been. Let me ask you this: just about Bill Guerin and Doug Waite and Mike Greer. Are how much pride do you have in seeing Bill Guerin be GM in Minnesota or Mike Greer be GM in the San Jose Sharks and Doug Waite's working in San Jose and? Todd Marshall. These guys are your, they're contemporary, you know, they're former, you know, those guys. Uh, it's it's got to be pretty cool for you. Well, you know what? It was sick. It was insane. It, it was unreal. And, uh, you know, Bob, when you're a rookie, also, j- just think that you, I saw these guys while I was in the NHL, right? So thinking that you're going to play with them one day. Uh, it's just unreal when you look at them, the hands that they have, and and unreal that they have. It, it, it's unbelievable. So that's why to, to get on the ice and something happened, and now you become the protector. Uh, you know, it, it was awesome. And Doug Waite, I loved him because he was a star player, but at the same time, he could he could fight. Doug Waite was mean. He was tough. He was not like a, a skill guy that uh, that you know, like Pierre Turgeon. Yes, and he would hide up and stuff. You remember. Back then, the Oilers, the way the team was built, everybody was tough. You had to be. Four-line team, play, like, we, we, we were playing against teams that had, like, higher salary cap than we did, and, and you know, they, they had more money than we did, and we never used it as a reason. We competed after every game, and, and we, we, everybody threw the body. We were intimidating teams to play against. It, it was awesome, man. And... And, uh, you know, like, they, they were awesome leaders. Doug Wade was an awesome leader. Uh, Jason Smith was an awesome leader. All these guys. And you only, have, like, you'll go as far as your leaders will take you. And uh, having Doug Aaron and Doug Wade there, and I played, obviously, a couple shifts with them. Sometimes, you know, I'd go in uh, as a reward. And, and that was awesome. I will never forget these, these years. Well, you know what? In 97-98, so the Oilers beat Dallas in 97. That was an upset. But when the team came back... In 1998, George, against Ronnie Lowe coaching the team, uh, you know that was a that was a huge, huge upset at that time. Uh, and you were, I'm just trying to think. You you played on the team briefly last year. What did you get? About 11 games in 97, 98. Um, and I know the Bulldogs were playing in the minors that year. But th- those guys beating, knocking off the 
Colorado Avalanche when the Avalanche had like three times the amount of uh, team salary cap. They had all those stars. Curtis Joseph outdueling Patrick Waugh. Because Patrick Waugh was not the most modest man. I was, I was a huge accomplishment for that group of players, wasn't it? Yeah, it was awesome. And you know, it, it's funny because I remember Slash came in before that series. And we had used bonuses if we won that series, right? Which was unlikely to happen. And I wasn't there with the Hasis, like, you know, the, yeah. the spare Hasis, like the guys. And then I didn't get my bonus. I was so mad. I know I didn't play any game, but he was in the room. He's like, How much was the me? bonus, George? I don't, I mean, I don't, it was a lot of things. It was, there was a trip, there was money, there was a couple of things, and I never got it. I never got it. I was mad, but I didn't say anything because I was a rookie at the time. So you know, everybody was afraid of slaps. So as a rookie, I was never good optimist. Hey, I was in the room too. You know, I know I didn't play, but I practiced. But anyway, <laughs> hey George, we got we got a text here on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, Bob, if what you're saying is the case on uh, the high stick by Chris Simon that George talked about, or the kick by Chris Simon, or the high stick by Tony Granato. Uh, how come Alex Petrangelo didn't get booted for longer than one game on a slash on Leon Dreisaitl? George, should Alex Petrangelo receive more than a one-game suspension for what he did to Leon? My God, yeah. Like, the, the thing is, is that, you know, Stars players are protected, as you know. And, uh, it's, and it looked like an even call with uh, Dalal Nurse, you know. Uh, you should have got more than that. You should have got more than that. And if he did, we win the series, and then we, maybe we win the cup. Like, I don't know. But I just know that there was no justice in that. I can't believe they give it, they, they withheld the one-game suspension to Donnell Nurse. What is he supposed to do? You know? It's not like he jumped in and took advantage of a guy that already had his glove on, right? So, you, you know, it, it was wrong. It was wrong. And I don't like the fact that the league looked at the result like... They evened if, it up. If, if, it's a joke. Let's see if... If dry saddle, if if his arm would have been broken, then he would have missed the rest of the playoffs. We're, we're not so sure. We're title. not sure. Leon was really right in the final two games of the series after that happened. By the way, George, uh, like you know, but, but you, you know, you, you know, if Leon did the soccer soccer guy, and he went down and he stayed there, and we could act like his arm was broken or something, then it would have been more. But the way that he got up, he make it look so like it was nothing. And I know hockey guys were like that, right? We're not soccer players. We don't flop. But, man, <laughs> I wonder what would have happened if he went down and he stayed there. I wonder if it would have been different. George, are you? Know, you? Because he, he, yeah. took it, he took it too casually, the way it happened. But it's a playoff, man. You have to use everything to your advantage. And he took it, like, he took it hard. Like, he, he, he took it, and he didn't want to show that it hurted him. But, man, at that time, you know, if I would have been him, oh, you, man. You, you might have melted, it. Eh? Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, with a walk like that, you know, it's not like, you, for sure it hurted him. He never yeah. showed it. He didn't want to give him satisfaction. But, my God, a walk like that, I'm so surprised his arm wasn't broken. Yeah, it was, it was a BS play. Uh, are you telling me that your favorite soccer player of all time, Didier Drogba, who bears a striking resemblance to you, at least face, uh, facially, uh, are you telling me that he would... He's not, he, he he's was not, not a flopper. Not, he was not a flopper, no, hold was he? On, hold on. He's not my favorite player of all time. Oh, who's your favorite player of all time? Uh, my favorite, Diego Maradona and, uh, and uh, Zinedine Zidane. Okay, well, I, I'm a big fan of Zinedine Zidane, but I, I'm going to go old school on here. I, I like Johan Cruyff. 
Is oh, the, wow. That, that, yeah, I, know I mean, he's too, dead but, now, right? Well, so is Maradona. Yeah. But, you know, he, yeah. in, in, the, in, the, in the mid-1970s, when I first started watching soccer, Johan Cruyff was the best player in the world. Kind of like yeah. Guy Lafleur was the best player in hockey. Uh, no, no, I, you know what? I oh, love Zidane. What? What did he? What? Say that again. Guy Lafleur was the best player in the NHL in the mid seventies, like 75, 76, 77. He was the best player in the league. Guy Lafleur. Better than Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr was injured by then. He played like ten games for Chicago in seventy five, seventy six. George. He hardly played that year. In the mid to late seventies, Guy Lafleur was the best player in the world. Who, who else was there? Uh, Mike Bossy. With the Islanders in the late seventies, oh. he was the yeah, guy. Mike Bossy Mike is the the, the the purest goal scorer in the history of the NHL. Yeah, if he didn't get hurt, his back didn't get hurt. He would have had the record for the amount of goals. He hated. You know that. Yeah. You know goalie ratio. Yeah, Mike goal Bossy per game. Yeah. Best ever. Yeah, he's pretty good goal and, scorer. And, and, and it's because of his back that he has to stop. But no one in the NHL was ever. And you know, I know people listening to us right now. They didn't see him play, but. A natural, pure goal scorer. He was the best. George, did you say on Twitter recently, we have a person texting us just to wrap up, that you can mop the floor of any heavyweight currently in the NHL? Did you say that? Yeah, and I'm serious. Yeah. (laughs) Bob, Bob, who's left right now? Ryan Reeves. And I even told him in person when I was with him in in Nashville during the draft. I told him, Ryan Reeves, McDermott, Jack Eye, and uh, who else? Luchik. Are you kidding me? Back in my time, those guys would be middleweights. <laughs> yes, I could take and eat any one of them today, one after another. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. I, Joe, I know Milan didn't want to fight you, uh, Ryan Reeves. Contra, he's not that big of a guy. Like oh, exactly, he's not, he's not exactly. He's not that. He's not big enough for me. And Luch dropped McDermott last year. He popped like that's McDermott played with yeah. Connor and Erie. So, hey George, Bob, 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 just one thing I want to add. I don't have the speed and I don't have the shape to play in NHL today. I'm not claiming that I right. can play in NHL today. I know that I can't. But fighting is something that you can't. You don't lose. Fighting is so much technical. It's not just taking the punch and hitting and strength. It's balance. It's a lot of stuff. And Bob. I trained a lot of guys telling me NHL about fighting. Yeah. And I could tell you that I, a lot of heavyweights, and I shake them up pretty good. So <laughs> I know I could still hang in there. We had Kenny LaCousta in uh, studio the other day, the heavyweight. Uh, and here's where I tie it back to Brendan Gallagher of the Canadians. You know his dad, Ian Gallagher. Um, and he he beat up Gord Reset, the boxer, quite badly in the mid-1980s. Ian's still in pretty good shape, George. I wouldn't be screwing with Ian. I think Ian could still take care of business. He's like six feet, 200, but he could chuck him. And he was a nasty piece of work. Uh, Listen, but- you remember Dave Samenko when he came in the dressing room and we look at his face? Like when he was a scout? Yeah. He, he's still looking intimidating. And I'm pretty sure that if he'd be on the ice, even when I was in my prime, he'd give me a really good go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. George, we love having you on. Thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend. You too, bro. That is George LaRock. We'll take a quick 90-second timeout. You're listening to Oilers now.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Just had George LaRock on the show for contract equipment. This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, George might lose to those guys now if they could team up against them. That's what the texture says on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Guests on the show receive guest certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. You can follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Chris and Chef Eltaf and uh, Brendan that Oilers now sent you Roos Chris open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 until close. All right. Uh, we're going to go to NHL today. For Drew Shamahorn and the staff at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. If you missed the top of the show, Ottawa did sign 31-year-old winger Vlad Tarasenko to a one-year $5 million deal. Boston netminder Jeremy Swayman has submitted a $4.8 million valuation ahead of his arbitration hearing with the Bruins. They filed for a $2 million salary for the uh, goaltender. Uh, Buffalo Sabres signing first-round pick Zach Benson to his three-year entry-level deal this morning. He was 13th overall. Will be playing in Wenatchee with a newly relocated Winnipeg. Uh, should we call them the Wilds? Um, Who's this that just signed? Logan, sorry, Logan Cooley did sign, but uh, Zach Benson. Okay, okay. Uh, Logan Cooley, this was uh, one for <laughs> the Yotes. Was he was he going to come to the pros? Was he going to stay at school while well, he's decided he is going to sign his ELC? 60 points in 39 games for Minnesota last year. And former Coyotes defenseman Patrick Nemeth signing with SC Barron today. They got two number twos to take him a couple years ago. Uh, they got about 9 million draft choices. All right, we're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. Jack Michaels, Dave Campbell coming up. A little bit more storytelling. Jack's been everywhere. Uh, we will head on that after we hear from Randy with an update.